Hi lovely and welcome to In The Weeds, a podcast all about my messy journey of running my online business all while living with chronic illness. I'm Rachel Shilcock, but you can call me Rachelly, and I've been running my business for almost 11 years now as a brand designer turned creative business mentor. This podcast is for you if you love a little bit of a behind the scenes look at how other creatives run their businesses, as I'll be talking about all things branding, business, chronic illness in business, strategy, and everything in between that weaves them all together. This isn't going to be a fancy podcast where I give you all the strategies to grow your own business, but instead it's a conversation and a chance to stop, listen, and reflect. Let's dig into today's episode. As of recording this, we're now a couple of weeks into summer and I thought it was the perfect time to share my summer 2023 goals, plans and projects with you. First of all, I thought it might be good to give you a reminder about how I tend to plan in my business. And If you're new to me or my business, this will be a great intro to all of that. And I have a whole episode planned out about seasonality in business, knowing what season of business you're in and how I use this to help inform the actions I take and how I plan my seasons. But in short, I run my business alongside the actual seasons rather than the quarters of the year in a calendar year. Because while the quarters work really well for splitting up the year perfectly into three month chunks, I find that they don't work well for me in terms of not knowing what energy to take into each season. For example, winter officially kicks off usually around December the 21st in the Northern Hemisphere where I live. But in terms of the calendar year, you're only just getting towards the end of quarter four. And I feel like for those of us that celebrate Christmas, you often end up losing a good few weeks at the end of the year. And it's like Q4 isn't even a full proper quarter. And the way I like to approach each new season is to often ease myself into it. And it almost gives me the chance to play around with my seasonal planning, but also lean into what each season brings. So for me, winter having this lovely little break time at the beginning over the Christmas period is lovely. And if I'm personally in what feels like a winter season where I'm stepping back and regenerating almost, and that is matching up with physically living and being in winter during the calendar year, then this often becomes a period of serious creative energy for me and I find myself in quite a creative mode of working. And while we might be living in a particular season, we might not be feeling like that's the season we're uniquely living in with our business and personally as well. And this is exactly what happened for me with summer this year, which we've just entered into in the Northern Hemisphere. And this is often known as a season of blossoming, of your growth coming to fruition. But for me, the beginning to this season has been a shaky one. And I'll dive more into that in this episode and all of my thoughts around how I've been feeling and what I've done to combat that. So how has the start of summer been for me? In short, a bit of a mess. <laughs> when we look at the last few months, there has been so much going on for me, both from the perspectives of trying to get to the bottom of a lot of things health-wise, dealing with a couple of new chronic illness diagnoses that I got last year, and then learning to understand them and live with them this year. And then from a business perspective too. And what was really strange for me is that originally when approaching summer, I felt very much like I was in that mode of everything's coming to fruition. A lot of things I've worked on in the business were finishing, collaborations were launching, but I felt incredibly flat. And when I start feeling like that, I start to ask myself why I feel that way. And usually I get to the root of the feelings pretty quickly. Sometimes it might be something like I need to set some boundaries in place or reset a routine or a habit again. But this time around, I realized that there are a few things coming up that needed a lot more attention and thought. 
and that left me feeling a little lost and a little fed up. I genuinely just didn't have the energy or the space in my brain to think about what I needed to think about. This happened in the middle of me doing my summer planning, so it wasn't exactly the attitude I wanted to have to help me figure out my goals and my plans for the season. In the end, what I realised I needed to figure all of this out was some space, and so it led to some pretty radical decisions, or at least they felt very radical to me. So I also did that in the moment. I took the pressure off myself to have all of the answers for the next season right away, and I let myself mull it over quietly for over a week, and it might have only been 9 or 10 days in total, but it felt like an age at the time. Following that, I then took myself to one of my favourite places over the course of two days and just let myself think, plan, muse and dream for the season that was coming up. Now this particular season ahead isn't going to be without its challenges, which is what it constantly feels like for me in the past year or two, but what I know is a constant and that I can root myself so deeply in is the way that I can choose to react to the challenges that get thrown my way. And I'm so proud of myself for working through what felt so slow and flat and sticky at the beginning of this season, because it's left me even more excited for what I have planned, and also feeling like my plans are more aligned and more actionable, and are going to serve the larger goals that I'm working towards this year. Now I'm going to have a podcast coming out in autumn about my seasonal planning process in even more detail, but in a nutshell, I go through three phases of the process. Now phase one is all about reviewing the season that has passed. This gives me a chance to reflect on what the last season has held for me, what I'm celebrating from that season, what's left over and what needs to be brought forward into the next season. I also review my current offer collection and start to think about what is coming up in the next season. But the most important part of this phase though is to really root myself into figuring out what season I'm in right now and taking inspiration from it and also learning from that as well. Usually this is quite intuitive for me to understand and dig into as it's the way I've been working naturally for so long, but it's only recently where I've had the ability to put it into this language of the seasons analogies and how that seeps into our brand strategy overall, which leads me nicely into phase two, which is all about planning for the next season. So I then start to look at what launches are coming up for the next season as I set a loose timeline for launches at the beginning of the year, and then I work backwards to make it all happen. I then look to see if there are any new systems or tools that are needed to help me achieve these goals or launches. And I also start to see if there's anything else that comes up, maybe some fun marketing ideas or any other ideas or plans that pop into my mind. And finally, phase three is all about creating an action plan. I set an overarching theme for the whole season, which is always based on both my seasonal review and my planning. I then dig into each month and set a theme and plan for the month and I have both Alice Benham and my mentors in Wandering Aimfully, Jason and Caroline Zuck, for the planning processes as I've taken what they've taught me over the years and then adapted it to fit with the seasonal planning that I do now and also the way that I plan things because of my chronic illnesses. So once I have a theme for each month-long period, I can then work backwards from my main goals in that month to work out what projects to action that month. And from there, I then break down these projects into weekly action plans. So essentially, I set goals, which then break down into projects, which then break down into action plans. So finally, moving on to the fun stuff, my actual plans for summer 2023. First of all, my theme for this next season is gentle growth. And what I mean by this is giving myself the chance to grow the business in ways that I both want and need, but in a gentle way that supports my health, the rest that I desperately need, and it grows without sacrificing all of that. I then look at my reflections from the seasonal reflecting and planning that I've done, and I started to pull together the goals that felt most aligned for this season. 
I always keep in mind the season that I feel that I'm in and how that will affect how I show up, the actions that I take and how I put together my projects and action plans. And for me, although we're in summer and everything is coming to fruition and blossoming, I actually feel like I'm now back in spring where I'm preparing for that growth. I've been planting the seeds over the winter period and they are starting to grow and come out. What I did then start to do is look at how I planned my time off for this season, as the summer is usually when I take at least two or three weeks off from client projects and other business commitments and usually travel or go on holiday during this time. This then helps me start to plan the projects and the goals around the times that I actually have available to me. So for this summer, I realized that I had three main goals and goal one is to get back on track after an unexpectedly rough spring. So by get back on track, I meant exactly this, getting clear on what my goals, projects and action plans were for summer. Spring for me ended up unexpectedly rubbish with me getting a cold that turned into a chest infection, recovering from that and then soon after getting COVID, then having complications from that and requiring steroids. And ever since, I've had recurring issues with my asthma and other chronic illness stuff. So I knew that I wanted summer to be different. And so getting clear on my goals, projects and plans was the first step in all of that, because it would actually help me to take action and to make much more progress than I had done in a very rough, itty bitty spring. Goal two was about giving myself plenty of downtime, space to decompress and rest. And this is almost like a spring and autumn mixed together. The last few months have been full. I'm in desperate need of a good chunk of time where I take a few things off my plate. So I mentioned earlier about making some radical decisions. And one of those was to take a seven week long content sabbatical, meaning that while I might create content, I'm not going to be publishing any for the last two weeks of July and all of August. And I'm going to talk about much more of this next week as I have a whole episode dedicated to it, why I'm taking this content sabbatical. But this has meant that a huge pressure to get high quality content out there is taken off my shoulders. And honestly, I couldn't be more excited for it. There are other reasons beyond the break that I wanted to give myself this chance to have a sabbatical with the content creation. But I promise I'll dig into all of that with you next week. And so goal three actually then became about creation. Now that might sound funny given that I've said I want a break from content, but hear me out. By not having a set schedule to publish content for seven weeks, it means that it gives me the opportunity to batch create content that I can then schedule in advance. This is something I've wanted to do for years, but because I've had to publish content weekly on top of all of my other work commitments as well, I could never actually get ahead. And now having this podcast as a content source that requires regular publishing, it's even more important to me that I get ahead of my content schedule so that I don't burn out creating content in the future. But by gifting myself that break, it will give me time to not only get ahead, but also to work on some of the other tasks and projects that I've been trying to complete for months now, but that keep hanging over me unfinished. Because my priority has been to always get high quality content out each week, which is my minimum promise to you as a person within my community. So with all of that said, my goals broke down to being the following projects. Project one is establishing better routines and giving myself plenty of rest. Morning and evening rituals where I also follow specific routines and cultivate specific habits are only good for me. I know this, I know they work for me, yet I still resist it a lot of the time. However, the last few months have shown me how much I need this for myself and also to support my mental and physical health. I've already started putting this into practice in small ways and I'm excited to dedicate even more time to this over summer. 
and I'll dig into this a lot more next week, but there are a couple more reasons I'm going to need extra space to rest and decompress over summer as well. So having this as a project gives me the chance to remind myself how important it is, and it's something that's worth keeping top of mind. It's something that I can set actual mini goals within and keep track of. Project two is then about content planning and batching. As I mentioned, I want to use this time to get ahead both on my content planning, so what content is coming up, what other series or themes around that and what I want to create, and then batching said content. And I know that if I can get ahead now, it means that if the inevitable happens and I, for example, have a chronic illness flare-up that means I'm going to really struggle getting new content out, I can afford to fall a week or two behind on my content creation and give myself that chance to rest because I'll have content in my schedule all ready to go. And so this is going to be something that I'm going to have to commit to over time, not just in this next season. But I figured that if I'm giving myself this big break with the content sabbatical, I'm going to be able to take more time to get ahead, to get a plan in place and to get into practice with this so that I can then keep on doing that in the future. And I'm also going to be exploring looking at the format of my content creation because it's only me here doing it. And I like to give, give, give. But in doing so takes a lot of time and a lot of time away from doing other things that I also need to be doing. So I want to see if there's a balance that I can find there. And I'm also going to be looking into repurposing content. I have so many trainings on it that I've just not actioned. And I'm so excited to dig into that and see where I can save a little bit of time, but still give huge amounts of value. And then finally, project three is product creation. So the final project on my mind is the most important one for my business growth, and it's going to be in two parts. Firstly, I need to finish off the products and offers that are so close to being completed, namely a couple of smaller digital products, but also my signature brand design course Emerge. And then secondly, I'm going to be mapping out my group program seasons. I'm so glad that I've waited to launch this since I had the initial idea probably two years ago now because it's evolved so much since then and working with a copywriter last week, the amazing Ellie, who I will link in the show notes, was so helpful because it helped me figure out the way that I was explaining things to other people and it gave me so many fun ideas and it's become an offer I'm ridiculously excited to finish planning and start working on and getting it to a place where I can launch it. And finally, my big project for autumn is going to be setting up proper selling channels or what you might have heard of as funnels for all of my offers. And that's small to big digital or one to one offers. For a lot of reasons, I don't like the name funnels, but that's a story for another day. But I'm going to spend some time towards the end of summer making sure that all of my plans are in place and that my products are created and finished so that I can dig deeply into creating these selling channels as soon as autumn comes around. And the final part of this whole process is to build in flexibility. I'm not silly enough to think that there won't be challenges along the way. In fact, I know there will be. But instead, it's all about building flexibility into what I'm doing. I make sure that I only set sensible task loads and know that if I get them finished quicker, I can choose one of two options. One, I can choose either to rest with the extra unexpected time that I now have in my schedule, or I can choose to move on to my next tasks and get ahead on something else. And I also think of something that my biz bestie Kim often reminds me of, which is that I am the one that is creating these deadlines. Sure, sometimes there will be commitments to others that I do my best to uphold and to meet, and those usually have stricter dates associated with them. But for everything else... That's something that I've set the due date on and I know that at the end of the day, they can change if they need to. 
So there we have it, my goals, plans and projects for summer. If you haven't done any seasonal planning, I'd really encourage you to give it a go. Adding in that seasonal edge and reflection has made all the difference to my own planning over the past year or two. And next week, I will be back to talk about the big why behind my decision to take such a long content sabbatical this summer as well. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of In The Weeds. If you love this, you might also love my email letters to my community as well. And you can sign up at beyondink.co forward slash weeds. You can also check out any of this episode's show notes or grab the transcript at beyondink.co forward slash podcast. If you want to chat about this episode or connect any further, feel free to follow me on Instagram at Rachelie. And whatever you get up to, I hope you have a lovely week and I will see you next week for a new episode of In The Weeds.